Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's teaching is For Christmas Season Lies Not to Believe. You know, during this season, there's extra pressure on us. There's extra pressure on us emotionally because of expectations that we have, or maybe we're thrown off of our routine, or we're come in contact with family members who just stirs up things within our lives and maybe unresolved issues or disappointments that we have. And, and, and therefore, this Christmas season can be a time where lies seem more real to us than they really are. Now remember, Elijah ended up in a cave in 1 Kings 19, and what he thought was true was not true, even though it really felt true. (laughs) Many of the things that you feel as true are not really true, even though they feel true. Elijah, he was a prophet. He didn't even get it all right. He told the Lord, I'm the only one left. (laughs) And the Lord said, hey, I've got 7,000 others haven't bowed the knee to Baal. So Elijah, there's 7,000 times more going on than you think is going on. So just even in the beginning, don't, don't trust your feelings as an indicator of what's true. And for some, the Christmas season can be such a challenging season because of loved ones who are not with us anymore. Just it brings up the memory of that in the morning. And we just speak grace and strength to you if that's the situation and that you'll find the Lord healing the brokenhearted and restoring your soul incredibly this season. Well, let's just get into the four lies not to believe during the Christmas season. Lie number one is is don't believe the lie that you are a failure. (laughs) You know, again, because of the dynamics of the season, sometimes the the, those feelings of feeling like a failure can come up with, within our lives. And whether we feel like a failure relationally during as we get together with family gatherings, or we feel like a failure financially because we can't provide as much as others or feel like a, a, a failure as we just compare ourselves, as we have more time to reflect, more time off. Well, I want to tell you that's a lie. You know, my grandson, Caden, who's 11 right now, he, when he was about three, we're in a park, and I've shared this story before, but I want to share it again, and we needed to go. He was on the park trail, the rest of the family's up by the cars, I'm on the trail with him, close to the cars, and Caden is behind, and I had to motivate him, so I said, hey, Caden, let's race. He didn't move any faster. I said, hey, Caden, I'm winning. And without moving at all, Caden said, I'm winning too. (laughs) I said, wow, this guy's in last place and he thinks he's a winner. Well, Caden was a winner. He was winning too because he wasn't in the same race that that I was in. He was in the race that three-year-olds do of looking at rocks, leaves, birds, clouds. He was winning. 
And some of you feel like a failure because you don't know what race you're actually in. You're not in the race to have the most possessions or to look the coolest or to look the most beautiful. It's, you're not in the race to, to be the most popular. You're in God's race of, of growing up in Him. And so we just laugh at the lie, you are a failure. And, and we just say, that's one not to believe. You're more than a conqueror in Christ. You're forgiven. You're loved. You, you have eternal life. You're blessed. You have a sound mind. And you have power. Those are all things in the Lord, if you know Jesus, that who you are. Number two, lie not to believe is a good Christmas must have expensive presents. <laughs> you know, some of the best Christmases that we had as a family were when we were when we didn't have much. And you know, sometimes just because you can give expensive presents, actually that is not always a guarantee of a good Christmas. Matter of fact, sometimes it is because we focus more on things than we do relationships. So there's creative things. If you're not able to do a lot for family members or you're not going to receive a lot, that in itself is not going to be an indicator of the level of Christmas. Certainly, if you have children, you know, it can be a factor, the disappointment there. But there's creative ways. There's solutions. There's little things that you can do. And I just even as I'm sharing this right now, I'm believing that people are getting ideas of things that they can do. The greatest thing is, is to spend time with our families and to spend time remembering the reason for this season and finding opportunities to enjoy that, whether a candlelight service or something that you do as a family. That's a lie. A good Christmas must have expensive presents. Number three, lie not to believe is you are not good at relationships. <laughs> and again, family dynamics Family gatherings put us in contact with people that we're not normally with. And again, that can stir up things. Again, that can create awkwardness. It can create what we might perceive as shallow conversations, shallow relationships. But I, I say this, Christmas time is a time for relationships. It is a time to focus on what's really important. You know, when we're, when we're on our deathbeds, none of us are going to say, I wish I would have spent more time in the office. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be in those moments. I wish I would have spent more time in relationships with people. I wish I, I, I would have taken more time to listen, to place value on people. And even though you may feel awkward, and even though you may not feel gifted and, 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 and really confident or even you may not even want to be with your families. I say this, it's, it's worth the effort to 
lean into relationships, to lean into heart connections, to take the extra time to to say I love you in various ways through small gifts or texts or phone calls or whatever of just of placing value on people and, and to actually believe that you are a person who is good at relationships. We can all improve. We can all, all do better outwardly. But, but wait, one of the ways it actually begins is actually to believe you have a gift. And so we speak freedom, overcoming awkwardness, overcoming any selfishness or, or introverted attitudes, and just lean in again to heart connections with people. And lie number four not to believe this Christmas season is you are too busy to adore Jesus. <laughs> I love the song, Oh, let us adore him. Come, let us adore him. And that's really so, so powerful. Oh, come all you faithful. Oh, come let us adore him. And as we, we do that, wow, something happens. It's a lie to think we're too busy to adore Jesus. Sometimes we, we don't value the small things, the small ways of adoring him. Certainly as families, we can create an opportunity, great opportunity to pray or to read the Christmas story or to worship or to just reflect upon his goodness. But it's, it's in our personal lives and that where it really makes a difference of just taking a moment and just even lifting our hands in private and just saying, oh, thank you, Father, for the gift of your son. Thank you for the message of John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. To just take a moment to worship the, the greatness of, of the incarnation, of, of God becoming man, and just the beginning of, of God's solution and to mankind's need and and to, to marvel at the people like Anna and Simeon and the wise men and the shepherds who, who actually understood and, and had revelation. And, and just, to, just even ask the Lord for revelation on, on what they saw and what we still need to see. Father, we just thank you for that. We worship you. We adore you. And we know that there's, there's, there's even powerful moments for us this Christmas season. And even if you aren't able to get the length of time as you would want, then take advantage of the moments and don't despise the day of small beginnings or small opportunities. Wow. Four lies. Four Christmas season lies not to believe. You are a failure. A good Christmas must have expensive presents. You are not good at relationships. And lie number four, you are too busy to adore Jesus. We just say no to those and speak the truth. Hey, thanks so much for listening. God bless you. Remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. 
And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Our hopelessness about a problem is a bigger problem than the problem. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Even during Christmas, Luke 2.10, the angel said to the shepherds, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all the people. And I don't need joy at the end of the battle. I need joy in the middle of the battle. I'm always going to have unresolved circumstances or uncertainties about my future. So I need the joy now. And I just bless you with that. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. We look forward to having you again on another one of our podcast teachings from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.